Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And Doug, which body part do you wish you could detach and why? Ooh, detaching body parts. It'd be kind of cool to be able to detach one of your eyes and like roll it, you know, Ooh. To, to get like another. Do you think like, you could still see? Like, is that like with the idea that you would you would be able to like still use it? To are are see? we assuming like we're not just like a lizard here and detaching and just letting it fall or like, I well, mean, why would you want, like, what would the purpose be? Like, why did, would you want to detach your eyeball? Well, if it's like, Hey, I want to go like, you know, I want to be able to see from another angle, right? Imagine you're in the SWAT team. Like, man, I just can't see what's going on. You're like, hold on. I yeah. got this Sarge. I got this. <laughs> so again, are we presuming that that somehow you're still telepathically yeah. connected to your eyeball? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're not allowed but to have in, fun. We're not allowed to have fun in, here. No, we are, absolutely. But in real physics, Doug, in not stupid land, what body part? My other eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect answer. It's <laughs> a, a perfect answer. <laughs> How about you, <laughs> Mr. Smarty Pants? Uh, I would. Here's the thing. I've been going. F- I've been going over and over this for the last like 30 minutes in my head, trying to figure out which one yeah. I would do. And I've got look, there. If I've got a stuffy nose, uh, sometimes it'd be nice just to take that off and not have to deal with it. Or you know, but if, you'd still uh, be able to smell, and you'd still be able to. Well, in this drip universe, out yes. Of it. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and this in hellscape this universe, that you've absolutely. now put us in, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> you ever just wanted to like detach your ass and look at your own asshole, Doug? I mean, I've got mirrors. I'm fine, you know. <laughs> I don't want to detach my ass why you, so I can eat it. <laughs> why does Doug have so many hand mirrors in the bathroom? Don't worry about it. <laughs> I just got to know what's up, you know, or, what you just, gotta, or should I say what's going on down there? Or what's you know what going I mean? down, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Speaking of butts, I have decided <laughs> henceforth, this is going to trust me, hang in there with me. I'm, I'm uh, with you. Leg day shall henceforth be known as doing butt stuff. At the, at, at the gym? Yeah. Going to the gym and okay. doing leg day shall now be, be, be known as doing butt stuff. So what did you do at the gym today? I did some butt stuff. Oh, man, nice. I'm tired. Cool. I'm, I'm, man, I am sore from doing some butt stuff today. Oh, did, a, you, did you really get into it with some butt stuff? Having a hard time going upstairs. My legs are real shaky. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you were, did you have a spotter when you were doing all the butt stuff? Of course. It's always good to have, a, have another partner when you're doing butt stuff, you know? Absolutely. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to pull something. You know, you get hurt. You don't want that because then you'll be out of commission. That. And then you're just going to get weaker. And then when you try to do butt stuff again, you're going to be w- way, way worser than when yeah. you were the last time. You won't time. be... You won't be conditioned for the butt stuff. Mm-mm, no way. I know what you want. You want to stay in prime condition. That's right. I told that to Jill today. I was like, man, I'm a little sore from doing butt stuff today. And she's like, what? I was like, <laughs> I just kind of looked at her. And she goes, yeah. The gym? I was like, yeah, leg days now, yeah. butt stuff. You know it. You know it. So you feel free it, to Jill. use that, gang. Save, I love go. it. Get out there. Hey, you know what? You know what? Athletes and champions, they don't skip butt stuff day. You know, they don't no. skip butt stuff. 
You don't make the 2024 Olympic team or the 2028 breakdancing Olympic team. Actually, it's 20, uh, 2024 is where the break Oh, that's right. That one's coming in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you don't make the 2024 breakdancing Olympic team unless you do butt stuff. Yeah. They don't skip the butt stuff. You know no. what I mean? Mm-mm. It's required. It is required because yeah. you got to be strong. A lot. Let me tell you something. A lot of butt stuff goes down to Olympic Village. That's true. In, bo- in, in all senses of it, because in also you got that's how all the explosion comes from doing butt stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. That explosiveness, Absolutely. that power, you know, the you endurance. Want explo- you want to explode mm-hmm. out of your butt. That's right. Yeah. That's where the power is. That's where the power is. The, the key to success is in your butt. <laughs> all my power is derived from my butt. <laughs> it's all from my butt. Yeah. So just want to make that announcement in case you hear it going around. Just know. I'm the That's one that a Mike Gap exclusive as far as That's I'm right. concerned. That's right. I'd play it, but, you know, what are you going to do? I'm going to come. But, so, there we go. Butt stuff. Butt stuff. Uh, Justin. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. Did you have a, I was going to say we already don't have to wish it, but how was yeah. yours? It was fine. It was fine. It was good. adequate. I had some good food. <laughs> Nobody killed themselves or each other. Uh, it was, it was good. It was, it was solid. And the week went by quick. I had the whole week off and I feel like, man, come Sunday, I was like, God damn, sometimes these holiday weeks, like they kind of like, I'm ready to go back. But yeah. this time I was like, probably because we were so busy on Thursday, Friday and Saturday and Sunday that it was just a whirlwind. So that probably made things speed up, but it, it was, yeah. it was good. It was good. I had the same the same thing where we were in the Quad Cities and I, I like usually it's it feels like uh, this was a really like great time down here great amount of time and I blinked and it was done like we got down there Wednesday afternoon and before I knew it it was Sunday morning and we were heading home it, I don't know what happened but this year was very very fast yeah. it uh, was unfortunate because we had a great time now I'm curious so you guys uh, on actual Thanksgiving it was just the three of you just the three of was, us underrated is just a super small, chill Thanksgiving. You can't beat it. You can't beat it. I don't care what anybody says. A simple, quiet Thanksgiving or Christmas, I might even add. Fucking underrated, man. You just can't beat it. It was was awesome. It was great. Jill cooked the entire meal because I was prepping stuff for going to her sister's, her, 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 uh, her family's place. So she volunteered to cook everything. We had some ham. We had some great rolls. We had some, uh, some great broccoli. We had some smashed potatoes, and uh, she made this little s'mores uh, cookie bar thing, which was great. And Natalie helped her make it too. It was fantastic. It's wonderful. That's amazing. I need to ask though: <clears throat> Was this? Did you do the chocolate focaccia this time, or you did? I the, did. What was the special focaccia you did? I did the apple pie focaccia. The apple pie. Now, how did that? I've been dying to amazing. ask how that turned out. It was amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It was so great. That was it was a high like, recommend. Seth also made it too. After I shared nice. the recipe, and he and I both were like, "This is pretty goddamn good. It's delicious." Yeah. So uh, I highly recommend. It. I'm going to try and probably do the hot chocolate focaccia for Christmas. I think will be yes, sir. What I'm going to do. So and I also smoked an apple pie, which was just the goddamn best. Like I, <coughs> I love an apple pie, and this was just apple streusel and cooked on a smoker. Yeah. Ugh, fucking from, amazing. From scratch, you did the whole thing, top mm-hmm. to bottom. Yeah. Make the dough. Get the apples and all that stuff, and it is—it's probably I only make it around Thanksgiving and Christmas, so like twice a year I make this yeah. thing, and I fucking look forward to it, and it never disappoints. So I love good. it, so fucking good, man. 
I'm going to need to get the focaccia recipe so I can do the, the hot chocolate one because that I'm very, very curious about. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in it because, um, again, I never thought of focaccia as like a sweet thing. Never. So it's usually pretty savory, you know, and so to try it with the cinnamon and sugar and apples, it was very good. So the idea of like, you know, hot cocoa powder with chocolate chips i'm like all right i, I think this could be interesting so i'm i, I hear you i hear you i'm forgot. listening calling yeah i'm listening um, you have my attention now tell me more so i'll be i'll be curious to give that a try for for christmas and also making christmas cookies with natalie she gets so excited about that so i'm looking forward i to love it. how you are slowly getting sucked further and further into this holiday it makes um, me happy. I'm getting sucked into traditions with Natalie, which I consider that a win. But that's as fine. Far as it's, that's still a technically you're getting you're you're celebrating more hey, and more of the if, holiday. If that means I'm celebrating and I'm a Christmas guy, then so be it. But I still have limitations on what I'm willing to tolerate. So you know. <laughs> now, if Natalie part, was like, like mm. "Dad, I really want to put lights up around the house on the outside," I'd be like, "Cool. Well, when you're older and you can man a ladder all by yourself." You can fucking go for it. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Have at it. So yeah. you you not even to to uh, to please her. You you won't nope. put lights up around. We'll the hang up lights in the in the living room <clears throat> for her. Sure. She likes yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not doing that outside. Fuck that. But you're not gonna do. You're not gonna do a giant thing in her roof that says Jesus is the reason for the season. No. No. I think I'd okay. be like Jesus tits is what I put up there. You know. Jesus. <laughs> what I put Wait, up there. Like. Jesus is like his like possessive or just, just like I'm gonna say Jesus tits two let, words it'll put be a together. mystery okay uh, that that will be mulled over for generations we're like right. what did Jesus tits mean on this man's <laughs> roof I don't know man was this, this was like Jesus comma tits because I didn't see a comma there was, was no it com- like yeah it's like Jesus tits like he's got you know the tits are like I don't know man yeah Someone's final words, they didn't plan out well. Like, what do you have to say? I don't know, man. Jesus tits! And then it's like they get executed, you know? Right. It'll be thought-provoking, you know? I'm into it. I am too. I think if there's one, if we can can annoy uh, or at least uh, draw the attention of that one neighbor you have. Mm. Yeah. The one, the one, the, yeah. Imagine the rule 34 that'll come out of that. Those two words. You know what I mean? Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. For all of our artistic listeners. For all the people out there that have access to chat GPT and all their visual. I want you to start making AI <laughs> Listen, art. I don't know if you're familiar with the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is pregnant like thing that's going around. That's not a thing. Is that a thing? Justin. Oh, man. I'm going to incognito window this one. We're going we're to add something my... to your spank bank here. And it's uh, pregnant Sonic is a real thing that's been going around. And I don't. I don't know where it came uh, from. I don't understand no. it. But it's, but it's everywhere. No. No. What is yeah. no. Oh, If you're God, curious this... out there, listeners, uh, just incognito mode and go look up oh, Pregnant no. Sonic and oh, your dreams will one, come true. There is one of Mario and Sonic in just a tender embrace. Because mm-hmm. Sonic's Sonic, pregnant, you know. It, with Mario's uh, uh, little uh, ravioli. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, see, there's one here that's blocked. Hold on, I got a view <laughs> yeah. image. I'm blur, I'm blur it, nope. you know. Okay, that was a mistake. Closing the window. <laughs> Closing the window. We're gonna forget. We're gonna drink till we forget that one. <laughs> it's like good luck forgetting that one. So anyway, that's, that's take why that we same style and apply it to Jesus tits, you know. <laughs> 
Go wild. Let us know what that's, you find. And head over to our Discord, link in the description down below. Let us know what you find, what you come up Woo. with, or what you create. We'd love to hear about it. So. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, uh, there's a, don't, we have a Discord for um, uh, creative feedback. Yeah. You put it in there, there you and you'll, we'll give you our feedback on it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be awesome. Everyone, <laughs> everyone will appreciate it. Speaking of what? stuff everyone yeah. will appreciate, uh, when you're listening, if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you for starters. Hit that like and subscribe button while you're there. But I will also be streaming tonight at 8 p.m. Uh, so this is, you know, Friday, December 1st. Uh, tonight I'm playing Lethal Company on the stream with a couple of the the folks from the podcast uh, crew on on the Discord. If you're not familiar with Lethal Company, um, it's pretty viral right now on a lot of like Instagram, TikTok, and things like that. There's a ton of clips. And essentially the gist of it is you are a couple of poor, sorry-ass workers who are working for a shitty company who are sent to these different locations. And your objective is to meet these quotas by doing different things. And it's in, these places are infested with incredibly dangerous areas and also horrifying monsters and um it's gonna be a real shit show and i absolutely cannot wait to play (laughs) i've been obsessed ever since i've seen some of these clips and uh i think it's gonna be really fun so join me tonight 8 p.m central right here youtube.com slash podcast. come hang out with us um it's gonna be a disaster because i know some of the game but i i bought the game i haven't played it the goal is to kind of go in as blind as possible and we'll just see what kind of shit goes, what happens. And I think it's going to be a mess and it's going to be great. It'll be a wonderful, you beautiful sent me mess. a video of it. And I am, uh, it's a game that I would normally not like to play, but for some reason there's an element. It's, it's like uh left for dead meets team fortress mm-hmm. in a weird way. I like, that's mm-hmm. the only way I can describe. It just seems, it seems bonkers and silly, but at the same time, absolutely terrifying. Yeah. And I would, I, 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 Really would love to try to play this game. This, this I appreciate looks so that. much fun because it's one of those things where I'm like, this is going to be fun to fail. Like this isn't yeah. a game I'm going in like, all right, what's the strategy yep. for beating this? Like, it's just going to be an absolute nightmare in all the yeah. best ways possible. And I cannot wait to play it. I've been excited all through Thanksgiving where I'm like, I'm buying this game. It's ten bucks on Steam, so it's it's got over eighty six thousand overwhelmingly positive reviews, so I can't wait to try it out. So I think I love shit like this, like these super creative yeah. indie games that people come up with, and I'm like, yeah, can't wait to try it. I think this will be a real shit show. So yeah. join me tonight, eight p.m. Central, right here. Yeah, baby. So, well, Justin, let's kick things off with 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 something that um, I think it's really sad in a lot of ways. And that is the Disneyland streaker who got arrested. Did you hear about this? I did not hear about it until you posted it on our list and immediately clicked on it. And I was like, what What do we got going on here? I am curious why you think it's sad. Also, well, can I say this? I think it's wonderful (laughs) that whatever ad serving platform Mm -hmm. these websites are using is serving up Disney ads Next, as soon as I clicked on it, I got actual advertisements for like, come visit Disney. And I think that yeah. just, I'm like, what a, what a wonderful, what a wonderfully misplaced advertisement. Yeah. Um, but why do you think this is sad? Because well, I first found all, this funny. L- well, let's, let's get to the, to, well, I'll get in the meat and potatoes of it. And then we'll, hey. talk, we'll talk, we'll talk about why it's sad. Um, apparently there was just a strange man who at Disneyland and also Jared sent me a clip of 
pre-streaking footage of someone who was on because they did this and it's a small world which is hilarious yes, yeah of like of all rides this is just yeah. one of those rides it's like we all question why it exists because right. it's like why a super you, annoying weird ride and it's like why are we doing this yeah and someone had posted a video they were they were just filming the ride and you see the guy just walking alongside the boats in like a little yep. walkthrough area and it's just really weird first of all the guy looks like he's he would totally streak like i don't well, know how to describe yeah. it but like the dude's also got like completely zonked out yeah, he's got like curly hair that's kind of in a mullet. It's a little bit longer in the back. And I think he has a light mustache. And you're like, yeah, this guy totally is going to be tracks. running naked through It's a Small World. And he just walks by the boats. And you see someone kind of like peel off like, that's weird. There's not typically anyone walking through this ride. And he's just right. like, doodle, doodle, do. And you, all, you see it like there's a delay. And then like the boat in front of him, you see like someone kind of stop like their body language. And they kind of turn around like, what the fuck was that? And then, like, and then I see this article, and here's this guy, like, butt-ass naked, trying to, like, dodge security as he's, like, hey, hey like, just running naked through It's a Small World. Now, what makes now, see, me I didn't sad, see the naked. I didn't see, see the naked part. I saw, I saw mm-hmm. the video where he was in his underwear and, like, sitting cross-legged in, uh-huh. uh, like, by, like, he was, he came, like, came out of something, came through some of the little animatronics, sat down, got up. And then continued on, and it just looked like he was f- feeling the vibe of the entire. Like this guy was tasting colors. He was on something, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. He could. And so he I could, didn't see the actual. You could see the music, part. you know. You could yeah. see the music. Yeah, yeah. I saw it at the end where like he was kind of like kind of coming out of a tunnel, and he was butt naked, and the security basically got him to stop. Okay. And it was like, yeah. oh, okay. What makes me sad is this was stolen from you. This was one of your goals was to streak through a children's entertainment and i just gotta say gang let this be a wake-up call to justin and to you don't sleep on your dreams because other people are gonna get out there and do it so oh so you're sad for me specifically yeah i'm devastated that (laughs) thank you because listen it's only gonna get harder to do this now so good luck one one bad apple ruins the whole bunch you know i i just i'm not gonna let this deter me. I just have to revisit my plans. I think you're probably going to settle for like six flags. So, cause I saw a, a roller coaster worker get beat up by a bunch or adventure of land. patrons or adventure land. <laughs> you probably get away with it there. They probably wouldn't uh, even yeah. give a shit, you know, no, they be like, whatever. It, yeah. yeah. So, but good luck. Cause I always we'll used to joke at, at Disney was that they have Disney snipers that were out and oh, about yeah. at all oh, times. Yeah. You know, that's like, yeah, we don't let bad things happen. So snipers were sleeping on this one. They didn't uh, <laughs> They didn't get their sleep darts into the guy that fast, that quick enough, or he was just inside and they didn't know. So they yeah. kept calling the Disney snipers to make that happen. Um, but yeah, it was... Uh, I, I will it was, say... It was I wild. Mean, it, it's funny... It, it's funny in, in, in one sense. I do understand what you're saying. Uh, sad for any, any, any children that was... Have, for me, I mean, I, look... We've covered me. I, I'm devastated by the fact that I did not get to be known for this. Uh, this guy now is going to go down as, are you going to type in Disneyland Streaker? And this is the guy that comes up now. It's not going to be me. So that's fine. Whatever. I'll deal with it. I'll talk to my therapist about it. But <clears throat> uh, the kids on the ride, obviously, that, that's that's where the, the real bummer is because, you know, no, no kid needs to see that. Uh, from a take the kids out of the situation, and I think it's very funny that someone was just running around a Disney ride in their underwear uh, and then no underwear. That's hilarious. Yeah. By the way, I was just like the whole thing. It's sad was just like a precursor for me saying how your goal and, you know, 
life. One hundred percent. But it is it is it's sad hilarious. that like if there were kids yeah. on the ride, like that's that's the big bummer of this entire yeah. story. Yeah. So if now if I was running on that ride and, a str- and with Natalie and a streaker came by, I'd be like, that guy's crazy. Yeah. Um and uh, I th- I feel like I could explain it to him as long as like everyone was safe and everything. I'd be like, that guy's not supposed to be doing that. Yeah. We're gonna get off this ride. We're gonna go do something else. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't fall into the. What am I supposed to tell my kids? I'm like, that's a penis. Right. That's a scrotum. And that guy has a creepy mustache. Those are the kind of people that you avoid. You see his body language. He's giving off weird vibes. Take that yes. in and we're just know w- in the future when you see someone with that kind of body language, steer clear. Read yeah, the cues, yeah. Yeah. Read, 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 the read, read, read the cues and then don't go near them. So, yeah, it's unfortunate because, you know, Disney's legendary for their uh, how things run in their parks. And this is unfortunate that it had to happen. But it's pretty fucking hilarious. It's hilarious that it's also at it's a small world. Like, yeah, the, like the most, I mean, <clears throat> bizarre the most na- nauseating. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's possibly. Yeah. No, uh, you know, what? I, what I, this it doesn't it doesn't surprise me. Because yeah. I feel like a small world makes people crack. I yeah. feel like I feel like this is understandable on this ride. This is the kind of ride where someone just snaps and goes, "I got to get out and do something. I got to yeah. get out of here. I got to get out. I got to shake this up." So I think we can agree that this is not a good place to streak. So no. I want to pose the question to you: For you, Justin Strandland, where is? The best place to streak. Let me ask a qualifying question. Okay. In Disney World? Not necessarily Disney World, just so in general, in life. In, the, in life, yeah. where's the best place to streak? I still got to say a sporting event. Okay. That seems I think pretty... Th- I think it's uh, pretty, classic. Yeah. Pretty lame. You got any other ones? Pretty lame. Hopper? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't If it's not broke, don't fix it is what I'm going with. You know what? That's a, fair. It's a classic. You've got all the... Look, if you're streaking, you're doing it for attention. You have... Tens of thousands of eyes live. You have potentially millions of eyes on the telly watching you, you know. On the telly? Okay. Well, it might be. It, look, I didn't say what sporting event. It might be a, a soccer match. It might be international. You yeah. might have eyes on the telly watching you. And that's yeah. now you're you're a multi-country, multinational streaker. There you go. I'm just saying. That's a, that's a good bang for your buck. Uh, one of my favorites was the guy who streaked at the Oscars in the 70s. Oh. That was. I was. That, that takes. Pun intended. That takes balls mm-hmm. um, on on live television. Uh, what would another good place be? Um, a sporting event just feels like you're the guy who's like, my favorite ice cream flavor is Briar's Natural Vanilla. You know, that's just kind <laughs> not of, even with the flakes, not even no, with the vanilla, not even flakes. with the vanilla beans or whatever. Just Briar's Natural Vanilla out of the grocery store freezer aisle. Like, fill me up. That's all I want. No toppings. Just straight. Briar's sometimes Natural Vanilla. that's what that's sometimes that's what nature calls for, Doug. I guess, you know, just plain James that vanilla. and a mayonnaise sandwich, you know, that's, yeah. And no, no, not even bread. Just put no. mayonnaise on a spoon. And that's what I call a mayonnaise you sandwich. You're like, mm, yeah. yum. My uh, mouth is the bread. You know, my lips are the bread. <laughs> um, I think it'd be fun to streak at a marathon. You know what? It'd be funny because you wonder if anyone would notice, you know, that's what I'm saying, right? You like, just go along like could, and then it's little by yeah. little, you take off your shirt, they take off yeah. your pants, so you're just naked. I think by everyone's, mile, everyone's I think by so mile, focused, you right. know, <laughs> by mile four, you could be fully naked and I think people would just be in the zone, you know? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I think, I think, that think would a marathon would be an interesting, an interesting, uh, challenge where you might be able to get away with it for just a little bit, because if you're early in the race and you've got some gas in the tank, then you can zip up. 
by the time anyone realizes, you know, it's just going to be the ones that are keeping pace around you that are really yeah. going to notice. And as long as you're just like not being an asshole about it, I think people will be like, well, that guy's fucking naked, you know, whatever. Well, where's his bib? That's all I yeah, care right. about. Is he official? Right. Yeah, right. Is he yeah. officially here? Yeah, it's stapled to his back. He's good. It's, yeah, it's Steve-O, so it's stapled to his scrotum. Right, yeah. And it's like, well, I tell you what, that guy's not going to get bloody nipples. I'll tell you that much, you know. Right, yeah. See, that's just, I'm. It's as uh, He's going to have some chafing, chafing on, the, on the inner thighs, but you know what? Yeah. He won't have any bloody nipples. I'll tell you that much. What about you? Where where would your optimal place be? So for me, I feel like in a, in most situations where th- this thought would enter my mind, it's it's in situations that I think are overly stuffy, that are just like socially stuffy, that okay, are just there's okay. too much pomp and circumstance, and I start getting fidgety. Uh, okay. You know, like for example, like being in a church and you're looking around at all this like very absurd. Mm-hmm. Just yes. like you're sitting there, everyone's standing and then sitting and then they're pulling out this book that I'm like, I don't know how to look up what we're looking up to sing. And then I'm like, I don't know how to. I, well, well, OK, I'll just we're going to pretend to do this. And there's this giant mural of Jesus knocking on a door. You know, I just like those situations, like all these things that I just don't agree with. And I'm like, yeah. this is this whole as someone who's just like, I didn't grow up in this place and I'm looking around. This is fucking bonkers. And yeah. we're all sitting here. And we're just going to go through this whole routine like that's when I start getting really antsy and I'm like, I have to do something to to just get, I have to be like, this is nuts. And this is the only way I can I can talk. I can like get through it is by being a smart ass. Yeah. So now I wouldn't <clears throat> say necessarily in a church specifically, but that's just an example of like there's too much. There's too much nonsense going this on. This has gotten too serious now. This is this is absurd. Everything yeah. we're doing in here is is for as someone who's purely from the outside. I'm like, this is stupid. This is mm-hmm. really stupid. I don't think we should be doing this. So I think the most appropriate place for me to do it would be at my mom's funeral, because just to prove how unserious <laughs> of a person she was, I would just be up there giving her very charismatic eulogy, just butt ass naked, and just being like, yeah, she's dead. Is anyone here really surprised? Is anyone here? Who's here? Who even shows up? I don't even know <laughs> at this point. Jesus Christ. If anyone does, I'd be like, I mean, you're here out of obligation, right? Because right. I am. She so guilted are you. you into this. Right? Like, I mean, come on. She burned a bridge with you. She nuked the bridge. Am I right? Am I right? I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? You know, and I'd be like, you know, we're we're in the woods because... I don't give a shit what her what she wants. I'm the one paying for this, and I right. say she's in the woods. <laughs> we're doing a we're doing a Nordic burial here. We're putting her in the woods. All right, right. <laughs> and none of you are gonna fucking say a word about where we're fucking. Bur- you know what? I'm not even gonna show you where I bury her. All right, but I I'm nude giving this eulogy, and then I'm gonna we're gonna they're gonna take her little her her fun casket her fun box and we're gonna wheel it out here somewhere and. <laughs> And I'm going to draw a map and I'm going to hide the map somewhere. And some of you, you can figure out the riddles. You can figure out where this bitch is buried. All right. And just remember, it's naked Doug that told you all the information. (laughs) So what's the prize if they find her? Do they get to keep her? If they want to, they can try to resurrect her, I guess, if that's a possibility, you know. Okay. Will there be will there be uh, instructions provided for for rituals? I mean, yeah, absolutely. But what they don't know is that they're probably not going to roll high enough or they're not even going to consider to check for traps. And that Ooh. fun box is going to be trapped. So 
They see this is this is that's rookie mistakes. All of that's these right. people rookie mistakes. They're gonna try to unlock and open it up, and then a uh, fireball is gonna go off and explode <laughs> and kill everybody. So what you should do for your you should host it. No, no one that she knows. You should just invite a nudist club. There we go. And just have her and something that you knew you would make her absolutely uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. And just have all strangers that were just kind of completely naked, just paying homage to her. You know what I would do. I would feed her to her cats. That's what I would do. Well, I that'll get, probably happen. I'll just feed her to her cats and be like, this is what you wanted. This is what you deserve. <laughs> feed. Feed the beasts. Feed the beasts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's how, see, the thing is, though, I feel like that'd be honoring her. Or honoring how, about, her how about this? I run, I streak through a zoo, right? Unfortunate because there's probably kids in there. And then I chuck her body into like the tiger pen. You know, Ooh, now we're talking. Yes. Okay. There's like, I like there's this. a naked guy and he's carrying a body. <laughs> like, just, did he just, just throw the body? Tiger <laughs> just, yeah, just throwing it over and splash. And the tiger's just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, hmm. dinner. <laughs> and then I get tackled. <laughs> Bye, ma. <laughs> like, why are you I doing mean, you- this? It was in her will. I don't know, man. I'm just, why are you she naked? Cr- it was in her will. I don't know what to she tell crazy. you. She's crazy. She's crazy. Listen, I'm just doing her. I'm giving her the honor. That she that she asked for, you know. This I'm carrying out the last will and testament of, of this woman. Cut to later on, they're like, uh, so it said here she wanted to be cremated. I'm like, yeah, that's, oh, I that's what that's what cremation is, right? Like, <laughs> I didn't read that. I just took a best guess. Yeah, I thought cremation is like when you get shit out by a tiger. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> you come See, out you all creamy in the creamy shits, you know. That's yeah, a very very unlike corn. Yes, exactly. Not corn, corn like at all. That's right. Very <laughs> corn together. Chris, strong. Chris, Co- Chris Cochran, very not corn like. <laughs> no, if there's one thing she's not, it's corn like, you know? It's corn like. <laughs> For some reason, the band corn we- just popped in my head, and that's all I could think of. It was like, twist. 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 So, of course, now that has to be playing at your mom's funeral. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, let's uh, let's bring it in for this song. Because also, how weird is that, right? If funerals are like, we're going to play a song now. We're going to play right. a soundtrack. We're all going to stop uh, and listen to this song together. We're going right. to we're going to pause the show to listen to a song. The show. Right. Because that's what it is. Right. It's a show. Yeah. You know, it's a show. Yeah. Can we bring the house lights up? Uh, we're going to listen to this song. Guys, I just need to see your faces to make sure you're all paying attention as we listen to this very specific song that this person had requested to play. You know, <laughs> see, now all I have the, it was the image of you running naked with your with your mom's <laughs> corpse slung over your shoulder with just blaring in the background just slow motion running just anime style where it's just like the the streaks and you're just I'm like that's amazing I do some like over like animated thing where like as I like shot put her into the tiger pen yeah oh my god man she's gonna have a great funeral can I be there for that I'll I would like what. to celebrate her. I'll life. say this: it'll be fucking memorable, you know. It'll it'll be it'll be a memorable moment. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It'll absolutely. make the news just like she wanted, just like she wanted, and all <laughs> the right ways. So, you know, some people might say that's bad <clears throat> advice, you know, to do something <laughs> like that. 
You remain you remain unchallenged. I am undefeated. I would lick the undefeated. Uh, there it is. <laughs> so uh Yeah. Heading into our next topic. Uh <laughs> Justin, you found this cool website. Tra- I forgot that was our transition music now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, <clears throat> I can't remember what prompted this, but I was, I think it was maybe a question that I came across. Or basically, it's what, what piece of advice didn't age well? What piece of advice did you get when you were younger that did not age well? And so, quick little Google search brought up a Bored Panda article, 30 pieces of advice that didn't age well, according to folks in this online group. And uh, some of these are more uh, specific to um, scenarios or to individuals. Some of them are uh, kind of random, uh, more general topics that you might have might have heard. One of them is uh, one of the more funny ones that I came across was 20 years ago. Don't meet up with people you met on the Internet and don't get in cars with strangers today. Get into the car with a stranger that you summoned to your house using the Internet. Yeah, didn't didn't quite age well. It's it's amazing to see where things have have kind of come forward. But there's a couple other ones on here uh, that I just that in kind of reading through these. Um, everyone needs a college degree. I I mm. don't think that there's one on the list that is a better uh, summary of just something that didn't age well because we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, college is uh, if you want to go to college, it's great. Certain things you need to go to college for. Uh, strong disagree that college is required. That was probably at a time where the market wasn't flooded like it right. is today. You know, uh, back when having a college degree like really meant something. Like if you watched any other movies, like, hey, college boy, look who it is. Hey, this guy went to fucking college. Hey, you know, like it was a big fucking deal. Yeah. When people went to college. And now it's just sort of a check the box. It's like, did you go to college? Great. We don't give a shit what you majored in. We just need to make sure that you made it through this and got this bachelor's degree, which I I have complicated feelings on it because um, I thoroughly enjoyed college. I felt like it prepared me well for what I want to do, but that doesn't mean that's for everybody. And that's okay. I don't like the stigma that comes along with someone that's like, I didn't go to college and people look at him like, huh, so you stupid or something? It's like, no. Yeah. You don't fucking have to do that. You really right. don't. And it's cool if you don't because it's fine. But at the end of the day, find what you want to do and go fucking do it. And if that involves going to college, great. great. And if it yeah. doesn't, great. Be happy. Success is not <clears throat> universally defined, no. which we've talked going, about recently. Going to college just to go to college. Like yeah. like you said, like that. there used to be the stigma behind it. And just going to college, well, you've got to go to college. It's what everyone does is such a fucking outdated model now. I yeah. have I have wild respect for the people who take a gap year, a gap two years, who join the workforce, have figured things, and then they're like, now I have a better idea. You know, you and again, you and I have talked about this in previous episodes. Taking we, we you, we've talked about where we think it should be required, where you take a gap year or two, join mm-hmm. the workforce, or five. And don't mm-hmm. go to college till you're 25, you know, or 22, 24. When people are normally getting out that's when you should go because you've had the chance to just begin to kind of scratch the surface of finding yourself, figuring out what it is you like, where you might want to go, where you might want to live, what you might want to do. And then you go to college instead of wasting your money on going, I guess I'll just get a business degree. Yeah. Just a general degree. That doesn't make any sense to me. I'd say from a social standpoint, there's nothing like going to college where everyone, it's such a unique experience where it's like you are away from home. Sure. 
and everyone is in the exact same dynamic that you are. It's so that is, rare. That's that's special. It's so special. You can't. You really can't replace that freshman year living on a floor of people as a freshman, yeah. meeting people, making these connections, experiencing that, experiencing something like that was a magical year for me. Just I didn't know anyone at fucking school. And that was by design. I'm like, fuck everyone. I'm out of here. Like, yeah. I didn't know a goddamn person. And I met a whole bunch of different people. I had this ex- wonderful experience and it, I will never get that again. That is, you can't, you cannot yeah. replicate that. And that's the only downside about taking time is like, if you're like, I'm 25 and I'm a freshman. It's like, yeah, everyone else here is 18, 19 years old. And sometimes it's kind of hard, but I think it's becoming more the norm now where you see more of that, where people are coming in later. Yeah. And that's totally okay. I just say, I would say it's a small downside of, of, of doing that. Absolutely. Now on, on the, on the converse, I never got that freshman year. I went mm. to a junior college, went, lived with my dad in the quad cities and that, well, that in and of itself was fantastic. And I met, you know, friends in the quad cities while I was down there, but I never had the experience of being away from home of like being on the, uh, you know, this, this floor of a dorm and, mm-hmm. you know, just being like, all right, we're in it now. we got to figure out how to live because we're, you know, away from home. I didn't get that until junior year of college. And mm-hmm. by that time I had, you know, I was already on track to, to do what I wanted to do or, you know, the, yeah. to, to, to on track to get my major and like kind of specializing in classes. I moved in with people I already knew. I had known from high school who were in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So it, I never really got that true campus quad yeah. college experience. And I, I do regret that. Like there's a, there's a part of me that misses that. I'm also very uh, glad at, I got to go to college like in the city. Yeah. Which was a whole nother experience. You know, I actually got to live in an apartment my junior year, you know, like in, in downtown Chicago. So, there was a whole nother thing. So I do think that <clears throat> if more people started to go the way of taking that gap year, I think you would just get this hodgepodge of, mm-hmm. and w- again, what an interesting way to go about it. If you get, yeah. there's some people who are 18, there's some who are 25, there's some who are, you know, I, I think that would be a very interesting, an interesting mix. It might make college a little bit more dynamic for people. Sure. It might yeah. help the younger people to to have those older people. They're both freshmen, but some have had a, co- a life experience. Yeah. And now they get to come in and impart that. Great way to know? learn. Great way yeah. to learn from people. I hate how much you and I like were close in proximity and Dude, didn't know it. It was it's bizarre. It's it, absolutely it, bizarre. It pisses me off because I was in the Quad Cities the same time you were in the Quad Cities. Right. And then randomly. And then you, you junior year, you moved to Chicago. And then when I graduated, I moved to Chicago and I was going to the same fucking school you were going, you went, you just graduated too for, but I was going for grad school. Yeah. And I was just like, I guess it was, you know, inevitable that you and I were going to cross paths at some point. It's just weird that it happened at a job yes, that absolutely. only yeah. had three year, people working there, including us. Years later. Yeah. Yeah. It seems it seems improbable, but somewhere it was written in the stars that it yeah. was supposed to happen. Yeah, I was just like, I, when you're, when you're I like, would, yeah, I went, I was in the quad cities. I'm like, so was I, and I didn't know you were there. This is bullshit. It really, I, but see, that's the thing. I would have loved to have known if you and I would have been friends at that. point I think in time. we would have, Justin. I really so? think we would have. Yeah. yeah, I don't think much really. I think we would have been friends. I, 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 I seriously think we would have. Yeah, I don't think there would have been really been much of a much of a difference. We just would have been younger and dumber. You know, hard well, to believe, true. but we would have been younger and dumber. You know. Yeah. <laughs> the world. Look, Doug. We'll just have it. The world will never know for sure. We'll just yeah. have to accept it and and move forward with what it is. And in another multiverse, you and I 
we're hanging yeah. out then and we probably uh i don't know we're famous youtubers or some shit i don't know <laughs> here's the only other thing i'll say is imagine if you and i had started this that much earlier if if somehow and we got on board before podcast really became podcast and we were we were at the ground level radio, of this. I was into radio. I'm just I was saying, into music. Man, ah. Things could have gone. Things could have gone a very different direction. Had just that saying, happened. man. And not only that, like you would have, if you would have met me like back then too. Like practical Doug has pretty much taken the reins, but I was much more open to just about anything. Like you and I, like you probably would have fed. We would have fed each other our creative juices, and it oh, would have yeah. been. It would probably would have been disaster in a good way. I had I had a, a friend at that at that time, uh, Steve. Uh, and and he was very much of our just dumb mindset, like just like how how we are just completely done with each other. Mm-hmm. I, and I've told a few stories of of my antics with him on this uh, on the podcast when I tried to steal the fire hydrant. Ah, yes. Uh, when we broke into where we worked and covered the walls with paintball, uh, right, right, right. You know, paintballs, stuff like that. I have no doubt in my mind whatsoever that you it would have been the trio of us, and we, it would have been, been yeah. Horrible, horrible things would have happened. Yeah. And if we had one more person feeding ideas, oh, imagine how much worse it could have gotten. Right. It could have been amazing. Who knows? Absolutely. So is there anything on this list that uh, that sticks out to you? Because I have one that I saw on this list, actual advice that I have heard in the past that I saw on this list that I uh, that I did that I think is aged poorly. There are several on here that stand out to me, um, but the one that I'm going to I'm going to pick for this moment. Well, we'll just, it's like we're doing a draft. You pick one yeah. and I pick one. Um, I like this one that says, uh, to this day, my mom believes the way to apply for any job is to walk in and hand your future <laughs> boss your paper resume, whether or not they're actively hiring. She's not even 60 yet, but calls anyone who applies online a lazy piece of shit. And she doesn't believe I have an actual job because I work from home. She just hates computers. Because <laughs> I, I hear this stuff from uh some older folks as well that like they don't understand because they also have like some pretty i'd say old school jobs and the idea of like applying online is extremely foreign to them and a lot of people like from like my parents generation and my parents particular i mean i remember having to sit down and explain to my mom what i did for a living and she couldn't figure it out she was taking notes she was like, what's the name of your company? And I'd been there I for five, five years at that point in time. Yeah. I was like, this is the name of the company. And she's like, and what do you do? I'm like, you know, and it's just, you know, I'm not saying that you have to understand everything that I do, you know, or yeah. whatever. But it's just like, there's, there's such a gap in that generation of things where that used to be when you didn't have fucking internet job boards or there was like you know the 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 um you know the classifieds or you yeah. know what how you found jobs was like literally walking by is there a for sale sign or if there wasn't you just walk in and be like hey you could pull a 22 year old dog and be like hey i think i should work here i'd like to work here what do you want to do i don't know but here's my resume you know like you want just, me you're welcome you know yeah. sort of situation which god how awful right Oh God! I, like I can't. I would love to have just been because imagine you at your age now having someone like that walk in. What would what would your reaction be to that? Well, not only that. Well, I just practical. Doug just goes into overdrive here. It's bad for everybody because talk about taking a risk on a first round draft pick. Like, yeah, this person's like, "Hi, I'd like to work here." I'm like, 
You obviously live close by, so this is necessity due via like zip code. Um, you're you're just your talent pool would be so like limited, yeah. and you would just have to really be like just taking a chance. Like, what do you do for references? Well, I'm not big on references. It's like, what do you got to do to find out? You know, there's like employment history and stuff like that. I mean, that was just wild to be like, hey, there you go, man. What, what do you think? Just you call say, me give, when you're ready. You call me when you're ready to see some success. And it's like, that's how you got <laughs> resumes. That's how you got job applicants. It's like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, no wonder you had horror stories of people being like, this asshole didn't even know how to count money. You know, it's like, it's wild. It's wild, wild shit. So um, I, I understand I, the, the the perspective of this guy's mom yes, of like, yeah. you need to physically go there and, and, get, and give them a presence of who you are and whatever. But I'm like, that's what the interview process is for, you know? Yeah. I do miss the, there, there are stories, uh, I've heard people uh, tell of stories from back in the day <clears throat> of what, like, like hot, we, my brother and I hopped on a motorcycle and we just, we kind of took off until we ran out of money. We stopped at a town, found a job as like a short order cooks, kind of banked up money for like a month, jumped back on our bikes and headed out. Being able to kind of do, just find a, find work, ad hoc work. And and all the rigmarole having been pared back, like there's so much, like you said, that goes into it. Now there's references and there's, you know, you've got to fill out all the paperwork and there's social security and there's like all these things that you've got to do and and account for. I do think it would have been very cool to have experienced a time where you could have just drifted into a town, found work for a little while and then popped back out. There's something that that's kind of... Um, I don't know. It's exciting or romantic, romantic about that to me. That sounds yeah. that sounds insane to me. Like because I've never I, even considered that or experienced yeah. that. The idea I've of never just being like, it, but have you, yeah. you've heard people talk about this? Oh, of right? course. Back I mean, that this, was yeah. like I don't know. Yeah, like imagine that was most like what pre nineteen hundreds. Like people would just wander into town. You know, like well, even um, in the uh, like even in the seventies. I heard. I right. think it was Jeffrey Dean Morgan or someone, someone mm-hmm. who rode bikes. They were talking. Oh no, it was Norman Reedus. Who was talking mm-hmm. about how he and his brother did a motorcycle trip, and they would yeah. and they would just kind of they would go until they ran out of cash, mm-hmm. whatever town they were in, they would find a job washing dishes or short order cooking, and they would make some money, get some money in their pocket, and take off again. That's wild. That's it's just, just bonkers to me. But it gives I think me it's such so anxiety, cool. and I don't know why. Because really? it's, just, it's all under the table shit, man. There's no taxes. Yeah. None of that shit is like legit. That is just like that's that's some that's some wild shit, man. Just to be yeah. like, hey. Who's, who needs a quick, you know, I don't know. For the, and it's like, those are high turnover jobs or anything that they're doing anyway. You know, like it's nothing, yeah. you know, like I was the bank manager for a month and then I quit, you know, like. <laughs> or you see in the movies where they, they walked it, like they get the help wanted sign. Someone walks in and pulls the sign out of the window and you're just like, it's never that easy. No, it's not that easy. But I do appreciate, like, I understand where this guy's mom's coming from, but it's a whole different universe. In fact, employers prefer that you apply online. I think. Oh, yeah. The people that even when I was at the hotel and people were like, hey, I'd like to fill out an application. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No, that's not how this works. Like, I don't know what just right. random person just walks by like, I'd like to fill out an application. I'm right. like, cool. And when you're done, it's going to go in the garbage. Yeah, um, I'll, because, I'll file this right here. What was that yeah. sound? That was the filing sound. That was the filing sound. Yeah. Sounds like a shredder, but it's the filing but sound. It, it's not. Yeah. It's, a, it's a pneumatic tube that takes it to the manager. And office. for the record, I did that to the the people who were obviously not going to be getting a job who just wanted to go and do drugs in the bathroom. They need an excuse 
to go do drugs in the bathroom while they were filling out an application. <laughs> I, if you're listing this, I'm using air quote quotes as they're filling out an application. Yeah. I had a guy come in that just looked like he was on a bender and he's like, hey, man, you got an application. And it was like nine o'clock at night. And I was like, yeah, sure. Here you go. He's like, cool, man. Where's the bathroom? I was like, uh. <laughs> my coworker goes, hey, man, don't do that. Like, tell them they have to come back during business hours because that guy is not applying for a job. He needs a place to do trucks. You got a pen? Uh, that <laughs> you can do that too. Yeah. You got a pen where the where everything comes out and it's just a plastic tube? <laughs> Could really use that, man. Well, yeah, but why? I, my, it's the way I do things. Calligraphy. You're going to love it. I promise it's yeah. going to blow your mind. Oh, Hold man. on. I got to go. Draw, I'm constipated. I can draw a butterfly. <laughs> I can what? draw a butterfly. <laughs> I, you like Rorschach paintings? I'm a master. They call me Rorschach. I invented them. What I've done in that bathroom is going to look like Jackson Pollock was in there. I don't like anything about that promise, sir. No, it'll be great. You can frame it. And he just runs off. <laughs> He's going to frame it. Who was he yelling to? I don't know. Who? I don't know what's happening. I was. I wish. I wish again because I think you were. You were when I was at Two East Eighth. I think you were working at the hotel at that time, and I. Would mm-hmm. walk by it all the time. My buddy lived at twelve twelve, mm-hmm. and we would walk down Michigan Avenue right past there. And man, again, man. we had just gone in to this random hotel and just at the asked, right shift. Hey, do you want to be friends to the guy behind the desk? Ah, would they imagine what we could have done. No, that. How many times is it possible we would have crossed paths? Maybe when I was trying to get a cab or something for somebody, yes, and I was outside. Absolutely. Like, Anything Absolutely. we probably did. We you know? walked from Eighth Street down to Twelfth Street all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I. Speaking of like walking into when I was when uh, just graduated from Columbia, so my degree is in radio broadcasting, and so I was like, oh, I'm just gonna. I'll tell you what. I feel like I'm pretty confident. I feel like I'm good enough. I'm just gonna go take my. Uh, I had folders with uh, my resume with uh, letters of recommendation, with a cover letter, and with a CD uh, of, of my demo, my, my, on it, my air check, and, and a business card stapled to the inside. I took that in, and I had a stack of these things. And on the front, I had stickers for each radio station who the producer was. And I would walk into the radio stations, and I would say, hi, I'd like to drop this off for, and I'd have the producer's name, like the, the, like the morning show or... Uh, whoever the whoever the main like uh, air producer was over there, and uh, I just look back at that and how uh, absolutely that was never going to work. <laughs> I look back at that now and I'm like, you were a, f- a fresh out of college kid trying to break into Market Three Radio, thinking that you were just going to walk and draw off something and they were going to go, my God, I've never heard an air check like this before. I must have this person on air. I must have this young talent on air so I could mold them into the next greatest morning jock. I'll say this much, though. Like, I good on you. Good on you for doing it, man. Like, because, you know, I don't know, like, whatever. It's a numbers game, you know? You gotta shoot your shot. You know, who knows? And I shot it, that's for sure. Just... Airball, left and right. <laughs> Airball. No, I'm, I'm um, happy that you did it, man. All right, what's another piece of advice? It was a different time. So one, number 18, uh, work hard and you'll go places. Live comfortably mm. with a successful career that will cover everything you want in life or at least let you live comfortably. Pa- uh, pa- so, so I have been told 
well, at least it's a job that gives you benefits, or at least it's mm-hmm. a job that, uh, at least you've you've got this, that, or the other thing, you know? And I'm like, yes, but it's, it is sucking my will to live at the same time. And as I was growing up, I, I always heard about pensions, always heard about pensions. And pensions <clears throat> can be a wonderful thing. Pensions were the norm uh, at a certain point in time, and they still exist in certain jobs, you know, certain union jobs still have pensions that you pay into. But by and large, as this says, pensions no longer exist in almost every career. They are the the amount of careers that offer pensions are are so few and far. So if you're I was always told how important it was to get a job with a pension. And I look at that now and I look at how limiting that is in the job market. Like if you're just going for that, you've got this narrow range of things that you can possibly do. And depending on how depending on how legislation goes and how the stuff like pensions aren't necessarily guaranteed. They are, but things can happen to those pensions. And it just I think like the idea of that was very, very um of its time. That yes. that advice was very of its time. And I just think that that's something that it, it's it is it is uh quickly becoming of a bygone era. If it's, it's not also already there like, yet. It was a lifestyle where you stayed at one place for your entire career. For your entire career. Which yes. is extremely rare now. Like people right. just don't do that anymore. <clears throat> and the idea well, is like, great, I'm locked in for the next thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> to well, earn I my think pension. That- like there was there was a, a study that came out a couple and we might have covered this, but there's a study that came out a couple of years ago that talked about how employers, if you employers are now looking at if if you have not moved jobs, they start they're now starting to look at that as a hindrance. They're like, well, why haven't you moved? Have, have you not, you know, have you not uh, been aggressive enough and like you wanted to pr- pursue your career? Have you Fuck been turned away guys. from a, a bunch of jobs? Like it's starting to look odd if you have not jumped a few jobs. Anyone who gets on people for not being ambitious enough can go eat all of the dicks oh, in the I entire mean, look, world. I, Twice. I, I absolutely, absolutely agree to that. I hate that shit. And I, I because agree. because there, there's things like I've heard people in inter- going through interviews recently who have, people have basically questioned the ambition level of them. And I'm like, look, it's fine if you're happy at the level that you are. Are you kicking ass and taking names? Great. It doesn't yes. mean the, the idea of perpetual growth. This is not fucking real, man. Like, it's just not it's not sustainable. It's not feasible. And that gets me all pissed I agree. off. So. I agree. And I and I fully agree with that. But I'm, I think what I was saying is in more more in line with if you are looking to get to a new job. Yeah. If you do, if you have one thing for a very extended period of time, it's starting to become looked at as, well, Why? Instead mm-hmm. of like, oh, good, you're loyal. Now it's being looked at as, well, w- what happened here? Why, why, why the uh, stagnation in your in in, yeah. in moving around or in your in your uh, in your job trajectory? Yeah. And yeah. so I, I do think it, it's becoming it's it's just more normal now to to job hop every few years. And and not saying you have to do that, but it's it's far it's a far cry from where people used to say like, oh, you got to stick with this thirty years, get that gold watch, and then you're set, man. You're golden. You just Sail into retirement with that pension and your social security. Yeah, it's more it, financially again, beneficial to to go like move around because you just exactly. unfortunately companies don't keep up with the market and they don't nope. keep people where they should be so they can get better pay switching jobs, which is terrible for everybody. So yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But that, I just think yeah, the the that whole thing where stay in the place, get the pension, do this, do that. It's uh, it, that is definitely uh, advice from a bygone era. 
Uh, I'd say kind of similar in the vein is number two on here, which is you can rest when you're dead. You know, the idea of like Very the grind culture. Yep. Um, you know, I think that is insane. And it, it still exists today in its own way. Like you hear people oh, yeah. that like there's the, the, the verbiage has changed. That's like always be hustling, always be grinding, right. always be doing that. And I was like, no. And they're like, oh, you're not always grinding. Then you must be a beta. It's like, no. <laughs> well, you I, especially following that one discord with those like, mm, whoo. Yeah. Those mm, guys, I'm sure. Mm, I'm like, listen, um, I want to enjoy my life. Like. The idea of grinding nonstop all the time and choosing not to doesn't make me weak. And, you know, success means different to everyone. You know, the idea, I, there was some crazy guy that was espousing nonsense on, on, a, on a clip somewhere. He's like, if I made $430,000 a year, I would be embarrassed, embarrassed to come home to my wife embarrassed if I only made $430,000 a year. What kind of man would I be if that was my maximum potential? I'm like, I'm sorry. You're making 30 grand a month and that is that yeah. is weak? Like, what the fuck are you... How how separate are you from reality, sir? <laughs> yeah, I, I would lose my goddamn mind if I made that much money. I'm, I don't know what to do with all of that. I would pass out. I would truly pass. I'd get a paycheck. I'd look at it. And I'd pass out. $430,000 a year. And he's like, ah, disgusting. Like, what the fuck? That's, that's a guy who needs about? clicks. That's a guy who needs clicks on whatever he's selling. And what he's selling is basically like, you know, you got to push yourself harder. And the only way you can yeah. do that is with my 10-step program. You know, like exactly. just. I wake up whatever. at 6 a.m. and I've already had three days before you wake up. At, at yeah, because I can ma I manipulate time exactly. to that, have the exact fucking... same time as everyone else. But I'm going to pretend yeah, that's that I'm having one. three days to one day, which I'm like, mm, no, yeah, that doesn't make sense. You know, yeah. whatever you got to do to motivate yourself, but you are not manipulating time, sir. You are just uh, relabeling it like right. anyone else who has ever labeled time and said, You're nope, we're changing time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you're not, you're, you're not relabeling, you're not uh, manipulating time. What you're doing is depriving yourself of sleep and putting yourself on the fast track to dementia. So yeah. have fun with that. Yes. Hopefully you've made enough money to be well taken care of in your yeah. old uh, drooling age. I'm very curious to see in the coming generations how this sort of stuff changes, because I think yeah. there is something to be said for working hard. You know, obviously we want to believe that there's Absolutely. hopefully a meritocracy out there and that you work hard and you get recognized for what you do. There's also a certain amount of luck. I heard a wonderful quote from Mike Birbiglia, his new specials out, The Old Man in the Pool. And uh, he, I heard him on a podcast and he was talking about how in the entertainment business, he said, people don't, he's like success. He goes, there's luck. There's a luck element that people don't understand. Talent, having great talent is the price of admission to get into the game, to be there. You have obviously have to have talent. That is like, required for you to even be at the table the second component is hard work you got to be able to work hard and working hard ain't easy and if you have all the talent in the world but you don't work hard eh, it's not going to work he's like but then if you have all the, if you have exceptional talent and you work really hard then there's also luck that comes into it where hopefully because you have those first two things and then when luck strikes you can take advantage of it sort of situation um but I, I was like, that was really profound for me where I'm like, yeah, that makes yeah. sense, right? Because 
you need to be doing those things to be successful. So I think that still applies to the idea of like, you got to be motivated. You got to get out there. You got to do a good job. But I think now what we've all realized is we can also step away and enjoy our fucking lives because we don't live to work. We work while we live. And that is something that I think a lot of corporate America and corporate world is not liking right now, which we've already talked about <clears throat> yeah. in previous and episodes. I, and I think it's worth, I mean, at least touching on it again, because I, I do I do wonder, because right now that movement has started. That move the 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 collective hive mind is as it's starting to buzz with with that thought and it's starting to ripple through. I will be curious to see how long it takes, how many years, how many generations it takes for that to actually apply because obviously capitalism is a very large ship that takes a bit it's a, it takes a long time to 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 turn to turn it in a new direction. And <clears throat> I just look at uh my 9 to 5 and you know, it was it, same as everyone else like it was well, we're we're remote we're remote we're remote oops now we're coming back to a hybrid model and it's Someone had brought up in an all hands meeting. They they questioned because um, there was a um, uh, someone did the four day. The, there was a, a company that did a four day work week study over in Europe, and it was just amazing results. This and this and this. And someone brought that up, and they were like, "That's just not something we'll ever entertain." Hard stop. And I was like, <laughs> "Yes, until you start to lose talent, and you start to, like how much talent does a company have to lose before they start going? Okay, let's try something radical." They have to do. They have to. They have to go to the math guy. There's one math guy in these organizations that says that says this is the line, and once we cross this line, then we make a. Di- we we. It's like Fight Club, you know, where they're like he's doing the math of what it takes to actually do a recall versus we'll just do settlements because at some point it's going to make more financial sense to do one or the other, you know, sure. like and yeah. So that's the thing is they need to have enough pressure. And there has to be enough financial incentive for them to do one thing or the other. And it's unfortunate because that doesn't always mean that it's for the best interest of human beings. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. You got another one? Uh, I got one. I mean, some of these. Oh, you do? Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, is 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 it the take your money and put it into a high interest savings account? No. But that's actually, I'm glad you brought that one up. What's it say? Go read, read it says, it real quick. sure thing. I should be getting 0.5 interest or 0.8 interest on that. That's if you're lucky. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, I remember when I was younger, we had, I, at Harris Bank in Schaumburg, I had my savings account and I think I was getting four or 5% on, on that back in the, in the 90s. And I was, you know, my mom would take me to, like, I'd, I'd get money for a holiday and she'd take me to the bank, show me how to fill out the bank form and deposit it and da da da. And now I'm like, man, it's just so wild that that just doesn't exist anymore. False. Tell me. I Doug. just recently transferred my savings over to another bank because they're offering 5% interest. And what? I was like, done. Because <laughs> I was doing the math on that with how much wow. I was putting in there. I'm like, oh, this is 100% worth it. So yeah, I was like, so you just, see, see so you later, Capital there. One. I'm going somewhere else. Like, because <laughs> I was excited for, because I originally was at like PNC Bank and it was 0.05%. Sure. So it's yeah. basically getting nothing. Capital One was like, we got 0.8%. I was like, fuck yes. And then I was like, I don't know. I found something where I was like, hey, just shop around. And I looked around and there was like this thing that was just like, yeah, we offer 5%. If Jesus. you put at least $5,000 in here. And I was like, I can do that. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah, why like, not? That's all right. Nuts, I'm just gonna dude. throw that in there and not touch it. Like that's literally like I was doing the math on how much that will just accrue. I'm uh-huh. like, yeah, we're just that's yeah. Uh, let's actually let that actually earn something. You know, you and I might have to talk off mic now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I was like that in general. Yeah, it's like that. Bec- the long and short of it is like these larger like banks, they yeah. don't need your money. Right. So they don't offer much for savings. There's some other banks that don't have as much as other ones. So they really want you to right, in, to right. deposit like your stuff into there. So they're offering, they're willing to offer competitive rates for that sort of stuff. So I was yeah. like, done. So. <laughs> Jen. Uh, done. But yeah, I, I get the sentiment. Uh, the one that this is a classic one, uh, number three, which is high school is some of the best years of your life. Ah. I want to know who coined that. And how sad their life really was. Because, I mean, if we're talking like this has to be like decades ago where someone was like, high school is the best time of your life. Live it up. Is that in reference to the other one that's like you have to get a pension and work at this job for 30 years? Because if it comes from that mindset of like you're in your youth, yeah, you're living, you're free, to that extent, you I can no say. You have no responsibilities. I get that sort of like 30,000 foot view, but in general, high school sucks. Like it is yeah, not fun for a lot of people. For me, junior high was way worse, but high school is super gross in a sense of you're just trying to get through it. And I don't know, man, there was a lot of mentality where I grew up where there were some people that definitely treated it like there was uh, I, I don't think I, I don't know if I've talked about this, but there was this we were the we were the tigers and there was this tile. This very specific tile that had like a tiger on it. And it was by all the senior lockers and it was called the senior tile. And no underclassmen were supposed to walk on it. Otherwise, you were going to get a beaten. And oh, amazing. Some people took that <laughs> real seriously and they like police yeah. and they sat in front of it. They're like, they better not be stepping on it. And mostly it was girls now that I think about it. And they were really? real. Yeah. Some of the, I could not wait to never see those people ever again because I'm like, you were <laughs> A, incredibly dumb and B, like, the last day of high school, they were just bawling their eyes out. And I was just like, I don't get it, man. I don't get it. <laughs> I, but, yeah. you know, maybe this is the last best day of your life. And if it is, I'm fucking sorry because that's fucking sad, you know. And I ha- I enjoyed my high school experience. I'll say that. I, ha- I did have a good high school experience. Uh, I know people who had tragic high school experiences. And I know some yeah. people who had much better than I had. Like, they, they were just fucking... You know, cock of the walk, walking around the hallway, everyone loved him, and they were just, you know, this, that, and the other. I had a very, all things considered, very good high school experience. However, when I look back on it, and now when I look back on, like, most of my adult life, far, far, without, far and away, my adult life blows it out of the water. Of course. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, like, I would say high school sucks just because I didn't enjoy, much like I don't enjoy stuffy, you know, things like stuffy social situations just because that's how it exists that's why i didn't like about high school was there these yeah. weird social norms and whatever that people were supposed to ascribe to and i was like i don't yeah. this is dumb i don't want to make a big deal out of prom or homecoming right. or this or that i enjoyed you know the friends that i had i enjoyed the sports that i competed in and all sorts of stuff like that i, I generally had a, a good experience but good lord the also like the fucking hormones you're going through trying to figure out like you know yeah. dating when you're six, fourteen through eighteen years old is a goddamn nightmare, really and is. you know I don't know, man. But you're also just on the cusp of experiencing some freedom. You get your driver's license, so there's kind of that, which is interesting because then for me, once I got my driver's license, I was like, oh sweet, I have some freedom. But then I didn't have anywhere to go to just right. like be 
because you can't hang out anywhere. If you're like, well, I don't want to, I have a car, so I want to go somewhere, but I'm like, I can't just stay home and I can't, like, there was nowhere to go and, like, hang out when you're, like, 16 years old. It's like, well, I guess we can go to the fucking gas station and hang. Like, you couldn't find any privacy. See, that's going to hang out with people. That's you. That was, and unfortunately, I think that was the circumstance of where you were. Because we 100%. had, in Schaumburg, we had the streets of Woodfield Mall, which is one of the bigger mm. malls. Yeah, there were know, no malls. I think, I think in the country. And we had the streets of Woodfield, which was, like, the best way I can describe it as a, as a, a uh, High-end strip mall on steroids. Yeah. Right? And so you would go to either Woodfield or the streets of Woodfield, and that was just you, – you could you could be alone or you could be with a dozen people, and it was this yeah. weird kind of – so we, we definitely had a place to go. <clears throat> now, was it, like, enriching? No. Very much not. It was fucking the mall. Yeah, we had Ice House number one on the, uh, on, on the south end of town. Uh, Ice House number three Ice was House. on the north end. Like an ice skating rink? No, it was a gas station. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And that's where people would go and hang out in the parking lot of a gas station. That's, and I refused to go there. I was like, did you nope. guys, did they ever get in trouble for loitering? Um, I mean, if shit got stirred up, it was, it felt like it was like in the 1950s and you're at some sort of like, you know, <laughs> place. That's Kids what it had felt like. Cigarettes rolled up in their yeah. white they were like, let's go to Ice House. And that was yeah. like a part of the main strip you drive by and you'd be like, who's yeah. over at Ice House? It's like, oh, I just look got at that. My, I just got a new set of white wall tires from my, from my uh, Thunderbird. I'm going to drive it on by the Ice House. <laughs> I remember uh, my buddy Luke and I, like, we 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 were in his car. He, he put in some Ave Maria <laughs> opera music. He cranked it to the tits and we drove by slowly both of us singing in falsetto Ave Maria to the uh, people as we slowly went by and we were just singing Ave Maria it was one of my fondest memories I love because we were so like much. these guys are so dumb let's do something really dumb too let's sing them Ave, Ave Maria and it was like the best I'm surprised you didn't get moment. chased down the road in a pickup truck they're like I don't know what those those ladies were singing about but it was fucking beautiful you know it was it stirred something in my soul <laughs> Some birds weren't meant to be caged, you know? It's just <laughs> they stare off into the moonlight of the night. Yeah. That's a very uh I'll say this, it's a very practical approach to trolling some of those kids who are loitering. I would agree. You got the questions, we got the answers. All you do is ask. Practical. Practical, 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 ask practical, duh. He's pulling his cock out. I was excited to see what it's Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. So if you've never been here before for Ask Practical Doug, Practical Doug is a small dog that lives inside of Large Doug, and he is very practical and helps Large Doug uh, through life, answering a lot of questions that uh, Large Doug might have. Well, actually, now it's uh, moderately sized Doug. You're no longer Large Doug. In comparison to Practical Doug, you're huge, but <laughs> you are. Hey, felt you are felt now. He does plenty of butt stuff, so he's also in good. That's shape. very true. Yes, Practical Doug does a lot of butt stuff. Uh, <laughs> if you want to ask Practical Doug a question, you can. <sighs> On social media at MindGetPodcast, hashtag AskPracticalDoug, or you can join our Discord link in the description below. And there's a channel on there for asking Practical Doug questions. Jared, the superstar from Down Under, 
gets another Ash Practical Dud. That's two weeks in a row for Jared. Someone needs to unseat him, okay? Yeah. Right now, he sits upon the throne of Ash Practical Doug. Someone needs to challenge him with a really good question. So get in there and ask yo question. So Jared, this week, asks, <clears throat> it's 1933. <laughs> you are in Berlin, Germany. Somehow, you find yourself in a position where you can effortlessly steal Adolf Hitler's wallet. This theft will not affect Hitler's rise to power, the nature of World War II, or the Holocaust. There is no important identification in the wallet, but the act will cost Hitler 40, uh, is it Reichmark? Reichmarks? Reichmarks. Reichmarks. And completely ruin his evening. You do. I purposely didn't want to read this before because I wanted to be entertained as I read it. You do not need the money. The, <laughs> the odds that you will be caught committing this crime are less than 2%. Are you are you ethically obligated to steal Hitler's wallet, Doug? No, you're not. Like, I don't know what the ethically part comes in, but because Hitler's a bad guy, I'm obligated to steal his wallet. Like, that doesn't make any sense. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Would it be funny? Absolutely. Especially oh, if no. it's like, Ava, I cannot pay for dinner tonight. <laughs> I we look must, like s- such an asshole. We, we must dine and dash. <laughs> we must ask one of my other uh, top men to pay for the dinner. Do you accept credit? <laughs> you know who I am. You know what I'll do if I don't get what I want. So um, I want to know where he got this from. This is the most absurd. It was literally question. like a screenshot from a book okay. from a text, and I just copied it over from there. This is right. like this is just it's it was very silly. So I thought I would yes, include it I love in the sense yeah. of it of like, but it's 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 it seems like none of this matters. You know, I don't know if this is a nihilist <laughs> no, nihilist sort of approach to things like, no, nah, this matters. Do you steal his wallets? It's like, yeah. I mean, I guess because it says it's it's 1933. You know, I'm like, am I a time traveler? And this is the most I can do is like steal his wallet. And I'm sure, like, yeah, I guess. But, um, you know, I if you I guess if we're zooming out on this, it's like Hitler is a bad guy. But am I obligated to do a bad thing to Hitler because he's a bad guy? I guess like, that's maybe that's the larger question. Like, are you I obligated? Guess. Should you should? Yeah, should because Hitler's such a bad guy. Should you do something bad to him just because it is one one more thing that can just annoy him? Yeah, it's like even though it won't have any profound impact, it'll, it'll be, just be a mild, evening. mild annoyance that right. his evening is ruined. It's like I would no. argue I would argue no, because who knows since it will have no impact on on anything else who well it will not affect hitler's rise to power the nature of world war 2 or the holocaust but who knows what he might do to someone that night because he's in a bad mood you actually yeah. might be causing some random person more suffering because you've done this right and you're not changing anything and you're so. not changing the the overall outcome you might be just pissing him off more that night and mm-hmm. he might go out and do just some heinous act to some random person uh, one yeah. one extra random person that he wouldn't have otherwise. So I would say no. I would say if you've got this ability, kill him. <laughs> That's like, hey, uh, you can steal someone's candy bar without them knowing. It doesn't change anything. Do you show them the raptor, the wrapper after it's done? <laughs> like I ate it. It's like, are you yeah. ethically obligated to right. show them the poop that comes <laughs> out of your butt? It's like. 
Uh, candy bars in there. Here's the Snickers for you. You know, it's like yep. what? It's a baby growth. It's like I don't, I don't know. So no, no, you're not ethically obligated to steal Hitler's wallets in this situation. Jared, it is decided. Yeah, baby. Justin's not happy because Hitler lived through that night. That's right, he did. Yes. And he shouldn't have. Nope. <laughs> Hot take? Don't think so. Uh, Justin, what do you got to recommend this week? So I'm going to recommend something. Uh, Doug, I want you to plug your ears uh, as no. I recommend this. But uh, this is uh, only, there's a big asterisk next to this. This is only if you have children uh, and or you like uh, Christmas movies in the vein of like Jingle All the Way, The Santa Claus, uh, you know, that kind of just fun, goofy Christmas movies. One to add to the list is The Christmas Chronicles. It came out on Netflix in 2018. And it stars uh, Kurt Russell, Goldie Hawn, and other people um, <laughs> that you don't need to know. Um, some of them you might be like, oh, that person. And then look, like pause the movie, look them up on IMDb and be like, oh, okay. And then hit play again. That's what I did. Uh, but yeah, I would say it would. I enjoyed this movie more than I thought I would. When we were in uh, the Quad Cities, um, we were like, well, what movie should we put on? And this one was suggested. And I was like, okay. And by the end, I was like, you know what? That was fun. Like wasn't a great movie, but it was fun. It's PG. It's a comedy adventure movie around the holidays. So if you have kids and you're looking for something to just kind of distract or kill some time with one night, having a little family night, put on the Christmas Chronicles. Not going to change your life, but you might get entertained. Fair enough. There you go. Doug, what do you got? Uh, I, I took, it took me a while, but I finally got to it. Uh, Andor on Disney+. Plus. Um, I... Was hesitant to watch this show because I had seen Rogue One, which was a prequel to episode four. And I was like, oh, this is a prequel to the prequel to episode four. Got it. Um, <laughs> don't think I need to watch this show at all. And I just continuously heard people say, yo, this, this is a really good show, man. Like from numerous like trusted sources. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'll add it to my list. And I finally got around to watching it. It's fucking awesome. And I'm a guy who's really fallen out of love with Star Wars um, over the years, and I have to say, my two favorite Star Wars properties right now are Rogue One and Andor. And okay. Andor is a phenomenal show. I love the pacing of it. Some people are like, "Hey, it's a slow burn." I disagree. I think it's the right pace all the way through. It's got some cr- incredible actors, and you really get to see the Empire doing empire shit that's the one thing that you don't really get to see in the movies you see it some in rogue one where they're on Jeddah and they're like you know basically occupying that city and stealing shit and you're like oh i remember being like oh shit so this is what the empire is like really like because the rest of the time you just see them they're this this militaristic force and they're doing shit but you don't really know or see the oppression of what they're doing and you see this in this show you're like oh shit okay so this is what's going on within you know, within this that is universe. why there's a resistance. Yeah, this was like the birth, like this is the, the essentially the, the very beginning of the resistance and how yeah. they come to pass and everything like that. And it's super well done. Very, very entertaining. And I, I loved it. I thought it was not a single Jedi in sight. Um, you know, there's no references to Darth Vader or anything or what, you know, like there's no like wink, wink, nod, nod, you know, to yeah. things like that. They're just existing in this world. And you're like, this is fucking cool, man. Like, it was really, really cool. So I highly recommend it. Um, if you're someone who's fallen out of love with Star Wars like I have, give it a try. 
if you're super into Star Wars, you've probably already seen it and you already like it. So I, I definitely would check it out. So nice. do that. Check that shit out. I will watch this on your uh, on your recommendation. Also, Justin, have you seen um, Across the Spider-Verse yet? No. I Justin, mean, it's, it's, on, it's it, on Netflix. I know it is. I, I, I know. I, I put it on my queue on Netflix. Uh, I, Please I, watch that. I just rewatched it yeah. last week on break. It's such a good fucking movie, man. Okay. And I just, I want to talk to you about it, man. I just want okay. to talk to you about it. And I think it would be really cool if you could do me that solid. Okay. And then when you're will- done with that, watch Arcane. Okay. Do that for me. Will you do that I, for me? Doug, I promise you I will watch Spider-Verse. Thank you. And then Arcane. And then when you're done with that, uh, you know, just Midnight Mass. That would be great. You're, you could you're going through a tunnel, Doug. I can't. I'm, I, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm busy doing butt stuff. I can't. I like, uh, you're, I just, you're going through a tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Doug. You're going through Sorry, a tunnel. Doug, I'm going not going anywhere. You're going through a tunnel. I and can't hear you. Yeah. I can't hear you at all. You're breaking up. Uh, well gang thanks so much for hanging out with us as always be sure to if you're watching this hit the like button hit the subscribe button check the description for links to our discord to our merch to our patreon and uh, follow us on all our social medias at mindgab podcast and remember tonight december 1st 8 p.m central i will be streaming lethal company right here youtube.com slash mindgab podcast come hang out come watch the shit show it's gonna be fun and be sure to check out justin online as well on Instagram at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, any platform where you can find and consume quality podcasts, you can find and consume us. Make sure that you like, share, subscribe, rate, review, all the things we ask you to do every time. The big one is sharing because it's caring. Tell someone that we exist. It means a lot to us. And it's very little effort on your part. Then TuiStaith.com and TuiStaith on all social media. And LoveAndImprovFilm.com, Love and Improv Film on Instagram. Hell yeah. So with that, we'll say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Listeners and viewers, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.